3: The money. That's what I always say. You always follow
2: yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Paulie Howard on vSIN.
0: Here we go. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money live in downtown Las Vegas. It is Mitch Moss along with Pauly Howard here today. Coming up over the next three hours, we have Josh Applebaum in 30 minutes. He'll uh, give us a market report in the NFL. Pat Forty on college football in an hour. Aaron Renning, NBA professional sports better in 90 minutes. And the maestro today, Wednesdays with Mike Palm in studio a little bit later on. Today, as we start today's program, Paulie by kicking around what took place last night with the uh, college football committee rankings, uh, I was a little bit surprised. Uh, I said yesterday on the show that uh, I wish I could bet on this so because I thought Tennessee would be number four. But you know what? I was pleasantly surprised to put it that way. That they basically said... Here you go, TCU. You're number four. Now go ahead. Take it, right? Go ahead and win this weekend as a seven-point dog against Texas. Go undefeated, and you're probably going to be in the final four at that point. Lose, and you're out. But we, we threw you a bone anyway for one week by putting you number
2: four. Mm-hmm. Funny how it changed in one week, though. When They're bashing them about how oh, you're falling behind, and now oh, you're finding a way to win. <laughs> Great job, Right. I change. I, I'm telling
0: uh-huh. you, there is no set criteria. Yeah. No matter what they say, they make it up. Uh, Felica said this last week. They make it up. I, they, to me, they make it up on a weekly basis and a yearly basis.
2: Right. And and they and they whoever the committee chair is, they put them in a tough spot because he has to go out there yeah. and try to uh, explain why they made some of these moves. Which, as we said yesterday, brand name bias is all going to be the uh, the go to move for them year in year out. I Reece Steve Reese Davis said this. I hope he's right. They will go to 12 by 2024, and then we're done with this mess. Yeah, I think right? so, too. And it's just how it should be like every other sport, and even D- Division Three and Division Two, and even more teams, right? Well, we can get to 12 and move on from this uh, in a couple of years. I also like what Reese said, that Tennessee is going to block LSU. I think so, too.
0: But does that include an LSU win over Georgia in the SEC title game? Yeah. Yeah. It does. Okay. I mean to that, beat them. by beat the him. way, oh, that, that scenario is very far fetched. Oh, for LSU to run the table? Maybe yeah. not very. Yeah, yeah, to run the table yeah. and then to go, yeah, you know, fair. to to Georgia and and beat them in the SEC title game. And it, just that that Georgia is the best team in the country right now.
2: Yes. But I I know. But upsets it, happen. I know. They are they they take the field knowing they're already in. They're just playing for seeding. There's some turnovers. Kelly's done a great job. Yada yada yada. But he's right. When you go on the road and win forty to thirteen. I will agree with what he said, and I said it yesterday as well. Then you see that's reflected in the odds. Tennessee now as high as 240. you got to risk 240 to win 100. Right. Tennessee to make to make the playoffs. Oh, they are sitting pretty. Yes, they are. Win your games, Tennessee,
0: and uh, very good chance, obviously, that you're going to uh, be in here. And I also like what uh, the guys on the show said last night. I think it was a little bit of Reese. It was a little bit of Kirk Herbstreet. When Herbie pointed out, like, look, I don't care about the Oregon loss to Georgia The fact that it was 46 points. He said, uh, you know, Tennessee lost by 14 against uh, Georgia. Could have been worse than that. And they also said they could have played a team like, you know, Sacramento State or Utah State in week one. Instead, they traveled across the country to play the champs. Excellent. And it happened a long time ago. And now they're killing everybody since then. That should not factor into this whatsoever. And I'm glad that they said it last night.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Well done. There was no reason for Oregon to play that game. No reason. No, they didn't have to. Yeah. No, it didn't go well. It was embarrassing. It was but ugly. I, I, Andy Staples said that on this show about a month ago, about they're not going to care that they lost by 46 yeah, if they run the table yeah, and yeah. get in there. So that was well done by everyone there last night uh, also. And the other thing is, it's I mean, it's right there for the Pac-12. How do they screw this up? Based on history, they probably <laughs> will, where it's chaos and they beat each other up. <laughs> yes. But it's right there for them. And, and to, to talk, speak a brand-name bias – USC, without a good win, sitting there at number eight. What did we say yesterday? And here comes UCLA, Notre Dame, and if they survive those games, then the Pac-12 title game. So they're sitting there at eight with a bad resume, but here comes two big opponents in UCLA and Notre Dame. And on the flip side, yes, they are being punished for a lousy non-conference, but UCLA in trouble. Even if they can win UCLA at 12. Oh, with, with two good wins. Yeah, this morning, UCLA,
0: they are 6-1, to down from 7-1 yesterday before the committee ranking show to make the playoff, and uh, that's how the Pac-12 could screw this up. If UCLA runs the table, that would include, obviously, wins over USC coming up in the regular season and a win over Oregon, let's say, in the Pac-12 title game. I don't know if a 12-1 and UCLA team gets in. Look at how—and yep. again, that, it, exactly our point yesterday— the brand name bias here. This is why I still think Caleb Williams is live to win the Heisman Trophy. Hell, they're playing on national TV Friday night against Colorado. What if they score 70? Colorado is one of the worst teams in the country. He throws yeah. five, six, seven touchdowns. Lincoln Riley says, "Go out there." Let's. He apologizes to the Colorado coaching staff at, before the game. Look, guys, I'm sorry, but if we can get Caleb Williams the to Heisman tonight, we're going to do whatever we can. Okay? Uh, they but, don't have a good win. I give that loss stings because it was a two point conversion, basically at the gun on the road in Salt Lake. But they're eighth. Their resume is not as good as UCLA's resume, but because it says USC, mm-hmm.
2: bam, there they are. Yep. You want more? Texas is 18th. Notre Dame's 20th. Those are three lost teams. Now Notre Dame, yeah. Notre Dame had a nice win Saturday. They also lost at home to Marshall and Stanford. Huh? Come on now. And they're sitting there at 20, and that's still left for USC. Uh, but the other thing, I'll push back a little bit. It, it also depends on you who UCLA plays. Do they get to atone for the Oregon loss in the Pac-12 title game? Or are they playing a Utah or somebody like that? Let's and say, it's just like, let's I say, mean, if they go 12-1 and one and and they beat Utah for the second time in a Pac-12 title game, you're probably right. Uh, they're not going to go from 12-4. to four. And the yeah. other thing, I think Michigan's got to – if there's chaos, right? TCU, We expect TCU to lose. But if there's chaos in the Pac-12 and Michigan loses a classic – close game at Ohio State. My god, you might see two from the SEC and two from the Big 10. Yeah, they, you could see three power conferences, shut up.
0: They also kicked that around last night too. Why all this talk of two and for the um sheep out there saying maybe three SEC teams um get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> they said why not why can't we discuss two Big 10 teams under your exact let's scenario? Go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But let's say let's say Come that on. game is uh let's say Ohio State wins at the gun
2: 38-37, right? On a 41-yard field goal. Let's do it again. Come on! Yeah, it's absolutely. I wouldn't have a problem with it. Sure, there's. I, I, I'm. I'm fine. I'm okay with that. Yes, I am. With too. Georgia, Tennessee, Michigan, and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if but if it, it breaks way, like that. If that, it yeah. breaks that way, I right. mean, it's, it's right there for the Pac-12. But they they need eleven and one against eleven and one in the Pac-12 title game. Now Oregon could lose to Utah. They could also lose at Corvallis. Uh, UCLA could I beat could. USC and then stumble. I mean, it's it's, it's USC could lose to Notre Dame. But yep. you're right. Based on history, they'll screw this up. By the way, to win the Pac 12, Oregon minus 125 set, Will Hill. USC plus 175. Utah plus 350. UCLA 6 to 1. 6 to 1 just to win the conference.
0: Now, if you're paying attention to the odds, Oregon keeps dropping big time to make the playoff. Yeah. They were 10 to 1 last week. They were 5 to 1 at a book on Monday. Then DraftKings opened up plus 370 yesterday. They're down to 3 to 1 right now. Yeah. So. Yeah, they went out. I mean, we were throwing a lot of scenarios out there, obviously. But that's what—that's why it's fun to me to kick this around and to look at it. Right. You think LSU's not going to get in with an SEC title win, huh?
2: No, I totally agree with Reese. Okay. Tennessee's not... going to block them because they hammered them on the road. The other thing is the, the kick around. Here's what we would. Here's what it would look like right now if we fast forward and when we had a 12-team playoff and what the bracket would look like. Georgia's the one. Ohio State's the two. TCU's the three. Oregon's the four. They get buys. The eight nine game would be Alabama USC. Oh come on! How are you anti playoff? Who are these people? These red. Uh, the five twelve would be Michigan and Tulane. Good. I, I want to see Tulane get into something uh-huh. like this. They deserve it. Yeah. So you'd have prop. So let's say forum holds Oregon against Michigan and Georgia maybe. Georgia gets the winner of Alabama, USA. Can you imagine the ratings for that game? Oh, come on. The
0: quarterfinal? In yeah, all these games to bet on, Jeez. by the way, I, I can't the, I can't believe how many people poo-poo oh. this. I
2: just I will never ever understand that. The ten seven would be Clemson and LSU. Winner gets Ohio State. The six eleven would be Tennessee and Old Miss. Winner gets TCU. There's your dream. What's the total? Ninety one. Wow. Tennessee and TCU. That is awesome. That's what a twelve team playoff would look like. You're, and I hope Reese is right that we get there by in two years.
0: You're telling me that has a, an LSU Clemson game has no intrigue because the winner would get Ohio State. Do you know what LSU on a on a run like this against Ohio State would do in ratings as well? Any of these games, Michigan, Oregon, uh-huh. are you
2: kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Plus, I mean, again, uh-huh. more games to bet on, folks like this that are meaningful. Right. Got to go get a Jimmy Vicaro full marks, and he's not the only one. He Every said, bookmaker you, you used to talk to. Ten years ago, oh, it destroyed the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, the handle would just be nuts, and it's going to be. By the way, the chairman
0: of the committee was asked about the uh, the breakdown here of USC being ahead of UCLA by four spots. Yeah. He said, the emotion, okay, the emotional loss to Utah, I get that part. And he goes, uh, well, certainly you need to talk about Caleb Williams,
2: 28 touchdown passes. <laughs> well, yeah, what's he going to say? What's he supposed to do? I could, I could have helped them out. UCLA didn't play anybody non-conference. That's but, true. But South, South Alabama looks a lot better today than yeah, uh, you know yeah. a month and a half ago. What's he going to do? He can't. He's got to go out there and answer questions. He has to show his work. He can't. Uh-huh. It's fixed behind closed doors. They can't do it. Yeah. Right, it's like right. I have the answers to the test. Someone gave them to me, though. But I can't, I can't show the work. I, I cheated on a couple I, tests in college. I you can't ever tell show you them. that before? Uh.
0: My my brother, in front of the whole class, the math teacher said, "Matt, get up there right now, show your work. I don't believe you. I think you're cheating because he was so good with numbers oh and God. he could yeah. just you put any number on the board." Yeah, John
2: Anderson, my and he, cousin, be, he would go yeah. and
0: he'd go, "Okay, put any number you want on the board right now." He'd yeah, go up there it. and give him the answer. He goes, "How?" He, 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 the math don't teacher cannot understand it. He goes, "I'm smarter than you." Right, yeah, you want to call me out like that? He still to this day he holds a grudge. My brother does against the math teacher. Not, I'm not joking. they making it. Yes, Matt Damon,
2: Goodwill Hunting. Yep. He said, "I'm smarter than you." Yes. He oh, co- yelled great. at him. Oh, that's great.
0: Uh, fall sports in full sp- uh, swing. Bet Rivers online sports book. Whether you're a football, <laughs> hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Tuesday hockey. I can expand on that, by the way. Tuesday yeah. hockey first goal insurance. <laughs> Friday night college football bet and get Sunday football parlay insurance and more. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. We'll run down the betting action from last night with when some dogs are crushing it lately in the NHL. Paulie with the details coming up next.
3: work.
2: Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning! Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners,
0: can
1: they? Loser! You're a
0: loser. Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some,
2: Lose Some. Mitt said it; he's right. The dogs are barking in hockey. Dogs eight and three last night. Twelve and five run in the last three days. Highlighted by Arizona two to one as they beat Buffalo. Matching midweek games, the dogs on a six and one ATS run. Hockey runs Vancouver 12 and one, first period over this year. It's a goal and a half. Second period Seattle 13 and one to the over. San Jose 12 and two. Uh, Edmonton 12 and two. Islanders third period overrun. 13 and one. I mean, they're the gift that keeps on giving. First period and no goal in the first 10. Right, And then third period over. Another two-goal comeback last night by the Islanders. It's flipped. Now Trots is out. Vancouver's also 11-2 goal in the first 10 run as well. One college hoop, Sacred Heart, from two up to six and a half at Hartford. They won by seven. Subscribe, be part of the team, v Pro, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these videos and these tweets. Our buddy, oh my God, I can't believe you texted me as this you. Are you kidding? This is our buddy Chris Lee, a bartender. Copper Keg does a great job in town. He has a big player who was at the Green Valley Ranch Casino. It's in Henderson, owned by the Fertitas. He's playing 150 a push. $10 triple play. He's dealt aces and a kicker. Triple-double, $120,000. Oh, what a feeling. Dealt that. Dealt that. That's $120,000. Oh, my god. I I don't have words. No. I'm I mean, without it's, speech. It's, it's Look a at thing of beauty. Ace, ace, two, ace, ace, 120,000, Dan. Mm. Come on, Dan. Let a kid live. Come on now. That's dealt. I can't imagine the rush. How long does that rush last for? The rest of the day? I don't think it's a rush. The, uh, the rush is if you hold three or four and then you to get the it? Royal and you get it. I mean, when it's dealt, it's just, okay, make sure I hold it. And then it's like bleep oh, you. Oh, I'm dancing if that's dealt to me. I'm absolutely going nuts if that's dealt to me. My pants are down. Uh, let's go to tilt. Look at (laughs) this. Go to tilt out in the pool. This is sent in from a viewer. This is great. Look at the big fella. Get the running start. Cannonball. There you go. Get after that ball. Serious hang time. That is awesome. Like Jordan from the free throw line in the dunk contest. Yeah. Jordan was over the line, by the way. Oh, don't say that. That is awesome. Good job. Thanks. Send it in. We'll put you on TV. That is excellent. I'm going in fresh here. What do I, I got a water park. Lazy Sunday. Oh, my God. Watch out. We'll go take it easy here in the wave pool. Oh, <laughs> where is this? This is awesome. Well, that is Look serious. At, oh, man. Serious waves. We need Jeff Spicoli here. Dated I,
1: reference still works. Ah, uh, boy, I don't know. Does it? Spicoli? Too that, old? That's four, 81. 41 years old now? 81, 82.
2: Tasty waves. Spicoli, Sean no, it's, it's a great reference, Can't I know, but I mean. Can't do it. No? It's a long time ago. All right, that's fair. Uh, okay, you won't allow it. That's all right. One lose some East Carolina Mercer under. One thirty-seven down to one thirty-two. Seventy-seven, seventy-five a lose some. Jared, thank you for sending this in. I can't believe it. He was at the chiropractor. That's the, that's the doctor. Is that a doctor or Jimmy Snuka? The guy's walking around barefoot. Well, if he goes off the top rope, actually, <laughs> that might be good for my neck. So, can I go over there and check oh this guy out? Oh, my God. Well, guys... Love the office visit until today. Is that Doctor the- walked past with the dog's out shaking my head. I don't. Is it I the pra- carefree practice over here? We hang loose? <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know. Come on, Kawabunga. Can't do it. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet. Equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more. BetRivers.com.
0: Yeah, so seven games in the NHL were going on at the exact same time last night, around the same time. And by that, I mean about a minute or so to go in the first period. Six of them had gone over one and a half goals at that time. Yeah. So they were flying fast and furious like that last night. Um, I can expand on my brother's story here for a second. I'm smarter than you. It was during the pandemic. How do you like this? This will tell you how much of a grudge my brother holds. He owns a business now and has for quite a long time. Well, he gets a delivery, and he had to actually call me because he was he was contemplating a move. The math teacher that said, go show your work, ordered something from his company, and his name was right there on it. And he, the, the decision he was pondering was, on the return, he was going to put, because he remembers the exact math equation that he put on the board for him, <laughs> he was going to put that on the package, and he goes, do you want me to show my work still? But he goes, is that a little petty all these years later? I mean, we're talking, yeah. that's 40 years ago. He remembers the math equation the guy put on the board for him. He decided against it. And I don't think the math teacher knows that my brother owns that business. So it would have been a total shocker to him. Imagine that. Uh, bad. No. <laughs> I told him, I'm like, it would be an unbelievable move if he did that. You have to, to. yeah. It's a great yeah. story.
2: Yeah. Right. It's like all these guys that can go in order, the guys that went ahead of him in the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> what it is. Raymond Green. Bob Pierce. That's great. Yeah. That is great.
0: I thought this was a... Uh, <laughs> Interesting tweet from Adam Schefter yesterday kind of uh, indicates what kind of a season we're having this year in the NFL. Yes. How close these teams are. Average final score margin of 9.43 points this season is the lowest through week nine since 1970. And there have been 72 games decided by seven points or fewer. The most such games through week nine in NFL history. And that tells you again, going on, how difficult it's been for survivor pools this year. It's been the story of the entire year. Unders have been a big story, but also all these dogs getting there and winning uh, outright. And uh, now if we get the Josh Allen, um,
2: what did we find out yesterday on I that? Well, I, I thought it was going to be good news because Diggs had a tweet. But uh, about, yeah, but I, I don't know. Who knows what he – maybe it was a political tweet. I don't know. could have been anything when someone put something up there with, like, and a, a specific emoji. Fast times at Ridgemont High, 1982. Yeah. Yeah, too, too far back.
0: Okay. So wh- was it was it somebody here at Circus Sports who tweeted out that if it's Keenum... It was Jeff Benson. Jeff Benson tweeted that out. Okay, who yeah. he works here? He's
2: working on their in-play menu.
0: He said that if Allen's out, Keenum's a starter, he'd make it two and a half? Was that the tweet?
2: I believe so. I believe he said
0: that. Okay, I'll check the, uh, the Twitter... Your thoughts? Big drop well, Josh Allen. Yeah, I, I also again I'll say what I said yesterday. I want to know who's back on the defensive side of the ball because if they're minus all those guys and Josh Allen, then it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But if they're getting guys back on defense, I trust the Bills at home against Kirk Cousins. I think Ke- Case Keenum is an effective enough quarterback. Again, that's the drop off goes from, yeah, yeah. you know, p- the potential MVP. What if Ke- Case Keenum is a proven backup in this league? And he, even beyond that, the year for the Minnesota yeah. Vikings yeah. that he had. If it was somebody much worse than that,
2: and if it was Jordan Love, what's the drop-off? Are the Vikings favored? Well, that goes also back to coaching. I mean, you saw it with the Eagles. I mean, if you have a serviceable quarterback with experience and you have a, a, a talented team with good coaches or a good scheme, I mean, you can like the Eagles did, won the Super Bowl with Foles. Everyone thought they were done. Uh, Kenny yep. White, though, did not That's that, right. That. But, right, with McDermott and Dorsey and the weapons that he has, should they still win some games and take out the Vikings? Yep, said four and a half. Okay, mm. but I, I, I it's also a tough call. You don't know. No, no, no. He, oh, he said. Say, no, he say, no, he no I'm looking at it right now. Right. He said two and a half in his opinion. Two, he and, and, said a half. two and a half. Okay. Yep. But it's that's you don't know until you see it though as well. What how big? Remember the Rogers thing goes back even before oh, was... Hundley, before Love. It's like, this guy might be worth 13 points. 13, 14 points.
0: They're a, they're a train wreck without him. They went from a Super Bowl contender to arguably the worst team in the league. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it was. So that adjustment would be around 14 points, right? And also, again, this will tell you how close these teams are. I, I looked at uh, some point differentials yesterday. Think of Not, not all records are the same, Right. Bills are 6 and 2, their differential is +102. Giants are 6 and 2, they're +6. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Vikings are 7 and 1, they're +32. 49ers are 4 and 4, they're +29. Uh, I could play this all day long. Titans are 5 and 3, they're -9. Browns are 3 and 5, they're +1. Tennessee's been outscored. Yeah. Yeah, and they're two games over 500. Yeah. Like the Raiders
2: last year made the playoffs were outscored. That's right.
0: Yeah. And, and one more, the Dolphins are 6 and 3. I get it. Wow, Tua two, two missed some time, so it's misleading. But the Dolphins are six and three. They're minus eleven. Jags are three and six. They're plus twenty one. Jags are three and six plus twenty one. They're behind the Titans by that many games, and the Titans are minus nine. I know I'm throwing a lot of mm. numbers out there, but it's point differential, obviously, on the season and their records overall. Not every yeah. not every five and three or six and two is uh, you know born the same way. Well done. I really. We said it yesterday. For the sake of the league, I, I, I don't want, and I, get, I, don't, I don't have a single future bet on the bills. It's not about that. It's I want. I don't want this guy to get hurt. Well, if it's only a couple of weeks, okay. They, yeah, yeah, they know. can survive. Oh, that. Oh
2: man, don't want that.
0: No, no, because I mean, the pecking order of the AFC completely changes. Then could they still make an, an Eagles type run? Do they have Boy. enough talent around Case Keenum?
2: Oh God.
0: I think they're they're really good
2: around Josh Allen. I have to see it. I have, It's been a while. And no, it, it did not been, go well in yet. Denver and the other stops after Minnesota for him, But Yep. A market
0: report is coming up next early week. Line moves. Where will some of these spreads go? We'll ask Beeson, betting analyst, Josh Albabaum coming up next.
2: This is Follow the Money on VCN. College basketball's here, and now's the time to get your copy of the annual Betting Guide, 400 pages. Our biggest betting guide ever: odds, trends, power ratings, analysis on every team. Matt Human's Greg Peterson predictions for win totals, conference champs, tournament teams, and all the new coaching changes. The only way to get it is become a VSIN Pro subscriber. And sign up now for just $99. Get VEASAN Pro Access. Everything we do through the Super Bowl. Sign up today. VEASAN.com subscribe. Talk some NFL
0: here. Josh Applebaum joins the program. VEASAN uh, betting analyst and host. His podcasts are called Morning Bets and Market Insights. And uh, you can download, subscribe, and listen to those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Josh, good morning. Uh, let's begin with the game over in Germany. The Seahawks taking on the Buccaneers. Huge game now overseas. For us, um, this game opened up. Buccaneers won in Las Vegas on Sunday night. They're now up to two and a half pretty much everywhere. Where do you think this number goes? Will it touch three?
4: And who do you like here? Yeah, Mitch and Paulie, it's great to be with you. This one's fascinating for me, guys, because it reminds me of like a mini kind of Georgia Tennessee type game, just from the perspective of the basically the public says the wrong team is favored. You know, you're getting too many points here with Seattle, who has been great. Remember, over the offseason, Seattle's win total was five and a half. It was juiced up over all summer. You know, we were kind of told from the media narrative that Seattle would be terrible. Well, that juice over the offseason, five and a half over, is looking pretty good right now. You've actually already cashed that now that you're six and three. So, this Seahawks team has been great this year for better. Six and three ATS, six and three straight up. What's notable to me, guys, is the public likes Seattle here. You can't blame them. They've been great this year. They've been winning outright as dogs all year. What's the market telling us? Tells me that you're getting some respected. Tom Brady money coming in here obviously getting a big win that he really needed and let off a big you know sigh and exhale there after the game (laughs) leading that comeback win and pushing as the three-point favorite against the Rams but guys looking from a betting perspective you have about 65 percent of bets taking the points here with Seattle but I think Mitch you hit the nail on the head this open as low as Tampa Bay laying one in Munich Germany now we're up to minus two and a half so why is this line going to Tampa Bay if a big majority of bettors are saying Give me Seattle all day. This looks like a trendy dog with Seattle. I like to go against these trendy dogs with the line moving in favor of Tampa Bay. You also have kind of a bad ATS, good ATS. Buy low, sell high. Play. You know the Bucks here. They're only two six and one against the spread. They haven't covered numbers. You know betters are kind of off the Brady train because he's not making them any money. Whereas Seattle has been great for betters six and three ATS. So to your question, Mitch, I'm looking to see do we get to the key number of three. I think if you do, you're going to get a lot of buyback here on Seattle plus three. But as of now, we got public on. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks, yet yeah, the lines going to Tampa Bay. I look at money lining Tampa Bay here. Shop around, they're around minus 145. You do have Geno Smith, by the way, minus 135 for comeback player of the year. He's the leader right now.
2: Oh, yeah. Mitch is well aware. Oh. Uh, I can't believe the total <laughs> in that game either. Uh, that opened 46 and a half uh-huh. with the look ahead line. What's the highest you saw
4: Seattle to win the division? Was it 50? Um, 70? It- it was a huge number there. You're totally right. And again, they're still not favored. I believe San Francisco is yeah, the yeah. favorite yeah. there to yeah. win that. So, yep. yeah, we'll have to see how that, that yep. plays out, Polly. But good point by you. Maybe still value on Seattle. How about Cleveland and
2: Miami? Now, Miami uh, 6-0 and with Tua. Uh, <laughs> their appointment television with these crazy games and this bad defense that they have. What do you think of Miami at home laying about uh,
4: four in that range against Cleveland? So this seems like a layup here for Miami. You're laying just a short number here. Miami 6-3. and three. Look at Cleveland just 3-5. and five but I'd be a little bit wary of laying the points in this one. This line is actually going toward Cleveland. This open Miami, as high as laying five and a half here at home, we've seen this number plummet all the way down to four. Uh, some shops are even now down to three and a half, so consistent movement here toward Cleveland. Cleveland's only getting 24% of bets at our VEASAN.com bet split, so the public is all over Miami, yet why are we seeing this line dip here to the Cleveland Browns? So only 24% bets, but almost 60% of the money on Cleveland. Somebody likes Cleveland. So this line is going in the direction of the Browns. If you look at severe line moves, and this is another a game that we talked about earlier here with the Josh Allen news, severe line move here for the Minnesota Vikings, nine all the way down to, to five, maybe even lower here. That severe line move, two points or more toward a dog, which does qualify the five and a half down to three and a half here with Cleveland. Those teams are 12 and six ATS this year, 67%. Sweet spot dogs getting three and a half or more. They're 65% ATS. And by the way, you do have the Browns coming off a bye. Miami's on regular rest here. It's a little bit of an advantage here. Rest versus tired for the Cleveland Browns. and line is going to Cleveland. I want to know, do we get closer to three? Will there be buyback? But as of now on a Wednesday, guys, a lot of money coming in here on the Cleveland Browns. You know, we were kicking around that uh, Bill's Vikings game before you popped on. And (laughs)
0: Jeffrey Benson here at Circus Sports, he tweeted out yesterday in his opinion that if Allen doesn't go... He'd make the number about two and a half. What would you? What would you ballpark that at? Do you think that's fair? Is that accurate? That if we get news at some point this week that Josh can't go, that it maybe hits a field goal
4: or below. I think that's probably about right. And you, you know, we were talking about it before the show, guys. I would say, yeah, two and a half, three. Obviously, you're going to give some home field advantage there, uh, based on Bills Mafia and the weather and being at home. But if it's Case Keenum, this is a huge game changer, guys, because we've seen across the market big movement here toward the Minnesota Vikings. They open as high as plus nine and a half. Imagine if you got the nine and a half, how you're feeling right now, (laughs) Uh, you'd be feeling pretty good. That's some great closing line value here, but now you're all the way down to plus five. So we were talking about this earlier, but you know, how do you bet the Vikings now at plus five, you keep picking yourself saying, Hey, I could have gotten a much better number earlier, but I look at it the other way. If this thing could get down, I see one book at four and a half. This thing could get all the way down to two and a half or three. If case Keenum plays, I actually like the value here still. I think there might be some value to grab the points, here with the Vikings, uh severe line move system match. You also have Cousins as a dog of getting three or more. He's uh, 58% against the spread. Today's a big day to keep your eye on Twitter and the injury reports because Allen, will he play or will he practice or not today? That's what I'm looking toward. But Kirk Cousins, you know, he, he was pretty happy on the plane, on the ride home, guys. Yeah. I think he's probably happy if he's going to uh, oppose Keenum instead of Josh yeah, Allen.
2: Yeah. Can you dance? Get better moves than Cousins? I was, they didn't, <laughs> He wasn't doing much, right? Was <laughs> he was he, doing nothing. Can, no, no. He's, that, that was my move in high
0: school. <laughs> But <laughs> give you a guess how that worked out with the ladies. Not very good. Uh, yeah, so, by the way, that would be another break for the Vikings this year. Hey, if they could no catch, kidding. If they could catch the Bills with uh, no oh, Josh Allen. And, and one more game here, Josh. So, how the mighty have fallen. The Packers at home, and they are, you want to talk about teams that are banged up now. Look at this team. Uh, Gary now out for the year. Their best defensive player, arguably their best defensive player, certainly on the line. Now, I mean, this number before the season started, my guess would have been Packers minus three, three
4: and a half. Now they're catching five to the Cowboys. What do you make of this? So just from a look at standpoint, Mitch, it's like, oh, there's definitely value here on the Packers. You're getting now five. Again, look at it to your point. You know, Green Bay at home minus three or so in that one. But obviously things change. So look at numbers. They're a reference point. But when you have big changes, uh, especially with the Packers playing so poorly this year, probably, you know, uh, probably an accurate number at this point laying the five. I actually lean toward the Cowboys here. I'm a big dog better in the NFL, but one angle I like with favorites is if you're coming off a buy. In Dallas, number one, they open minus three. A lot of these openers, now you're up to five. And that five, at some shops, we're showing minus 110 Cowboys, but I'm seeing some minus fives, minus 115 toward Dallas, telling you this could get up to five and a half here. And it, it kind of makes sense to me. You have a favorite off a buy, 57% against the spread, those favorites off a buy. What's notable is favorites do much better off a buy than dogs do. Dogs are close to 50-50. Favorites are 57% against the spread last decade, but it's those road favorites off a of buy where the public is like, "Oh, I like you because you're you're rested against a you know regular uh, you know weekly here performance here for the Packers who played last week." But they kind of you know are a little bit wary of laying points on the road. But it's actually been a better spot there. Favorites off a of buy, 65% against the spread that would match here with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so I'd lean Cowboys in this one. Again, five might go to five and a half soon. Also, guys, we're starting to get a little bit of bad weather here as we get into November. Keep an eye on Lambeau Field in this one. We've seen this total drop, open 44 and a half. You're now down to around 43. It's going to be about 30 degrees, 10 mile per hour winds. Only 30% bets but 60% money on that under. And you have seen when unders fall at least a half point, they're 64% uh, so far this season to the under. By the way, Micah Parsons, minus 225 defensive player of the year. No one's even close. Bosa's the next guy at plus 900. Yep, saw that yesterday. Uh, Great spot as always, Josh. Thanks for the time. Good luck this week. Appreciate it, guys. Have
0: a great Wednesday. Yep. You can, again, catch his podcasts. He does them here for us at Vison. They're called Morning Bets and Market Insights, and you can get them wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, when I said that about the look-ahead number, I meant the like a game-of-the-year number before the season started. Packers would have been at least three, maybe even a touch higher than that, because you can't forget about where their power rating was before the season started. They were thought of as one of the top, what, five teams in the league? Maybe six. They were better than the Cowboys, yeah. uh, according to preseason
2: numbers. Come on, Jerry. Go get Beckham. Make this happen. Go get – make that happen. Imagine if they would have got Cooks and then he's, picked up Beckham too. He's I already mean, talking about it. Yeah, they got to get
0: OBJ. That would be a nice little addition for that team. Yeah. Uh, I heard people speculate that maybe the Rams could do it again. I, why would he want to go there? I don't know why not... he'd want to go there. I don't know. That That's a tough one for me to envision, unless he's really now dug in. In Los Angeles, and he just wants to be closer to you know, what's
2: familiar to him at this point. Well, they can't get the ball to Robinson. He doesn't throw to him. So That's what's exactly he, right. What's I don't know. <laughs> the, the Rams are broken. Absolutely. 28th and scoring, all those key
0: numbers? Yeah, Cowboys are alive to make a serious run this year. But, I mean, with that defense? Yeah, your Oreo Cowboy prop. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It's a good, it's I got, a good run. I, I know. Got, I got laughed at in May. Yeah. Who yeah. Would win a playoff game first, the yeah, Orioles or the Cowboys? Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah. Long ways to go. Maybe. You know. I mean. No, oh, it's a good. They, they were favorite at home last year, and they pulled. Remember that play at the end of the game? Hey, four, 14 seconds left. Did gonna you run see in the
2: this? Did you see this? In the last 25 years, Garoppolo has more playoff wins than the Cowboys. It's four three. Yeah. 4-3. yeah. <laughs> what? That, that makes it's, sense to me. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm.
0: Come on, Jerry. Up next, the best and worst NFL and college teams, ATS, and with totals. A bunch of teams are covering at higher than 75%. Which ones? We'll tell you next. Here on Follow the Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
1: This is Follow the Money on VCN.
2: All season long Bet River is your go-to book, all football-related content. Check out the website or download the app for the latest odds, promotions, player props, great house specials, great football specials. Get up there now, betrivers.com.
0: Here we go with our weekly look at uh, teams that are performing above expectations and the exact exact opposite, the best NFL teams and college teams, ATS, and with over-unders. So the best teams, ATS, in the NFL, <clears throat> after eight or nine weeks, depending if they've had their bye or not. Well, the two teams in the AFC East have been the very best and it's not even the Eagles that I'm talking about here. It's the Cowboys and the Giants. They are each six and two against the spread, and the Cowboys are covering by six point six points per game. Good on them. The Titans are also six and two. Great story there with uh, Vrabel. Yep. Jets, Seahawks, Falcons, six and three. That's eight. three in a
2: row now for Atlanta. Yeah. They did start six and zero. Oh, and
0: so that it depends on how you grade yeah. that one. They probably should be six two and one. Yeah, that's fair. You like them tomorrow? Kind of do, yeah. Yeah. Kind of do. It's going to be... Arthur Smith now has been there for a couple of years. It's uh, this new regime in for Carolina. Short week. Um, Kind of like them a little bit. The worst teams in the league against the spread. Tampa Bay, 2-6-1. Sitting there as the single worst team. They're missing the cover on average by 5.3 points per game. The Rams are 2-5-1. They each played last week. Fitting that they had a push there. Um They're missing the cover on average by 8.1 points per game. The following teams are 3-6 and ATS. Packers, Colts, Saints, Panthers, and Jacksonville. The top three teams, I mean, it makes sense, right? They had kind of big expectations coming into the season. And they have uh, whiffed dramatically so far. And the Packers, by the way, are missing by more than a touchdown every single week with that cover. Best teams in the league to the over. The Browns coming off the bye. That number is all the way up to 49 and a half now, or 49 at some spots with the total against the Dolphins. The Browns are 5-2-1 going over by 6.3 points per game. Eagles are 5-3. Lions are 5-3. The Raiders are 4-3-1. Seahawks and the Saints are 5-4, a game over 500. And uh, again, the story of the year in the NFL has been unders pretty much from week one. Your best teams to the under. <laughs> Look at this. Colts are 8-1. and one. And they are staying under by 8.3 points per game. Broncos and Bills are 7-1 to the under. The Broncos are staying under by, and they're, they have low totals, by the way. Yes. And they're staying under yes. by 11.4 points per game. I still think that game this week is too high against the Titans. But the star- Bills
2: think that, that, that is under the radar. It is. Wow. Uh, Indy, 14 points per game. And then the, this mess and... Uh, oh, what a train wreck. I'm glad people are outraged by what, what took place with Saturday. They should be. Yeah, yep. And,
0: and by the way, now we're starting to get more blowback from people who work on ESPN. Should be. I saw RG3. I saw some others. They're like, he's a good guy. This is ridiculous. It's embarrassing. It is. It's embarrassing. Yep. Rams are 6-2 to the under. Titans are 6-2 to the under. It seems like uh, we talk about those teams, well, we do, every single week. Mm. And it seems like they play each other almost... Uh, Buccaneers are 7-2. and two. I think I, I failed to mention them. They're staying under by 8.5 points per game. You're not going to be stunned at all this week if we get a 17-13 no. game in Germany. Absolutely. That's what I expect. I, right. I think I'm going to look for alt-unders oh, in oh. that game against the Seahawks. Play under like 38.5. Your best college football team's ATS. Great story with Tulane. They are 8-1 and one against the spread, covering by 6.5 points per game. Kansas and TCU seven one and one against the spread. You brought this up on Monday. Great job by Mora. Phenomenal job, not only winning games but eight and two against the spread. They were recently—I'm not joking here—like the worst program ever. They had some individual teams that were at the very bottom of any power rating that you could ever come up with. Mm-hmm. Tennessee is seven and two ATS, and Oregon State tricky. Seven and two ATS, worst college teams against the spread. Yeah, Crystal Ball, welcome to Miami. Aye. One and eight, and look at that—they oh. are missing the cover on average by thirteen point two points per game. What a mess! Boston College and Colorado, two and seven, along with Stanford, and they like you said they beat Notre Dame. What's worse, the Notre Dame uh, loss to Stanford or to Marshall? I actually think the loss to Stanford's worse.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: Tulsa and Cincinnati are two six and one against the spread as well. Your best college over teams. You have Memphis, Rice, and Houston all at eight and one to the over. Now Houston getting there by 15 points a game. A 77-63 game helps that out quite a bit, though. Yes. You know, uh, La Tech is seven one and one. Wow. Penn State seven and two to the over. Wow. UCLA the same Northern Illinois Arkansas and the Baylor uh, Bears all seven and two and your best college under teams this is terrific mm-hmm. Marshall Kentucky Missouri and I have Miami of Ohio well that was before last night yeah so now they're eight and two but those other three teams that I mentioned are eight and one to the under and look at that Marshall staying under by 12 points per game Kentucky 8.3 points per game. Missouri by a full touchdown. Virginia, 7-1-1 and 1 to the under, and Colorado State, 7-1-1 and 1 to the under as well. There's your NFL and uh, college teams, ATS,
2: and with the totals. I think we have NBA as well. Very good. Very good. I'll throw in a couple of hockey before we get to the NBA because okay. I, I mentioned a couple uh trends with the uh, overs first period. Uh, great breakdown as always, Ian Duncan. How about goal in the first 10 at home? Edmonton is 9-0. and 9 and 0 every home game goal in the first 10 with Edmonton games Columbus 7 and 0 Islanders no 7 and 0 at home on the road Vancouver goal in the first 10 a perfect 7 and 0 Buffalo 6 and 0 Minnesota 5 and 0 Carolina 6 and 1 and our guy Chris Otto and Ian Duncan do great job with uh, first period second period third period and then goal first 10 and all that uh, excellent job tracking every team all year long follow those guys on Twitter PSU Otto
0: Yep. Okay, so here you go with the NBA. About 10 games in for most of these teams. The Cavaliers and the Blazers are the two best teams in the league covering games. They're each 8 and 2. Cavaliers covering on average by 8.9 points per game. It's pretty uh, awesome. Bucks are 8 and 2. The Jazz are 9 and 3, and look at that, they're covering by 8 points per game, 8.7. Mm. Yeah. Uh Raptors are 8 and 3 ATS. Kings are 6 and 3 against the spread. Uh your worst teams in the NBA. ATS, oh boy, the Heat are 2-9. The Lakers are 2-8. Warriors are 3-8. That's under the radar. Clippers, T-Wolves, and Nets are 4-7. So this report that came out yesterday, rumor has it that uh, Palenka, the Lakers, it's not so much Heald and Turner with Indy that they're looking at. It's a player that they want... They're, they're waiting for a certain player that they won't name to become available. And then try to make a move with Westbrook and other picks involved then. This was kicked around by a couple of people who cover the NBA and they've been in this circle for a long, long time. So forget about the Pacers. I don't know. I, that,
2: that, that's a deal I would have made. I mean, I would have got healed years ago and not Westbrook. Correct, yeah. I would have I got healed and some shooters surround the problem with some shooters. He's exactly the guy that they've needed. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know who that player is. Do you? No, they went Yes, uh, I guess. I don't even But they no. they have to make a trade. Yep.
0: Uh best teams of the over. Pelicans are eight and two, and mm-hmm. they play with uh you know high totals, obviously in their games. Mavs are six and three, then you have Warriors and Magic seven and four to the over. Celtics and Cavaliers are six and four to the over so far in the year in the NBA. I think we have unders here as well. We can run through this quickly in the NBA. Clippers are nine and two to the under, T Wolves eight and three. By the way, Clippers staying under by ten points per game. Bucks seven and three, playing good defense. Suns six three and one. Trailblazers same record, and the Kings are six and three to the under. It is uh, time now for a pro tip of the hour, available for subscribers at vcin. We can we can do this. Um, the college basketball tip. I love this. Okay, so this is great. If with college basketball now underway this week. Here's a pro tip of the hour. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas for March, you need to absolutely look and consider championship week rather than the first week of the madness. You can take it from two guys who have been here for a long, long time. And we tell you this every single year in March. By then, it's probably too late. We want to get ahead of the curve this year by a couple of months. Again, because this city, one of the top three busiest weekends of the entire year is the opening weekend of March Madness.
2: But under the radar, Sneaky Awesome is Championship Week. Well, if you're a better and you love college basketball, Championship Week is better. More games? More games. Non-stop action. Sports books are not
0: nearly no, right. as busy. Right. You can have some of these books to yourself sometimes. And, by the way, for what it's worth, like rates... They're nothing compared to the opening weekend of March Madness.
2: We're also the home of Championship
0: Week. That's right. All these
2: conference tournaments are here now.
0: If you wanted to go to a game live. You can do that. So that was the pro tip of the hour. We do one every single hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. And they're available for VEASAN pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Pat Forty is going to join the program coming up next. Covers college football with Sports Illustrated. What did the committee get right? What did they get wrong last night? And this whole notion of... uh, boy, three teams in the SEC. Why? Why is this a narrative like every single year?
3: work.